It's uh, Stephen with the Bloodlust and Bourbon Podcast. I just wanted to give you all a heads up for this. Um, this is not our regular episode. Our regular episode will be tomorrow, the 30th. But this is a quick interview that um, I wanted to do with a um, couple of actors from the film The Boy From Below. Um, this film is an indie film that is being fundraised right now and is uh, made in Kentucky, something that we feel very passionate about on this podcast um and also has queer representation and queer actors in it which is also something that we feel passionate about um so please listen to this interview the two actors um from it and consider going into our show notes and supporting their fundraiser later guys hey everybody welcome back to another episode of the bloodlust and bourbon podcast my name is steven and we got a little special episode today as you know, we live in Kentucky and we love to promote Kentucky films and Kentucky made films. So today we are doing an interview with two of the actors from The Boy From Below, which is from Jonestown Films and also produced by PJ Starks, um, who is from Blood Moon Pictures. Uh, so today with us, we have Spooky Madison. Hi, Spooky. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. And then we have Jace Carson. Hey, Jace, how you doing? How's it going? It's going pretty well. So let's just get right into it. Um, wait, how did you all, how did you all get into acting? Because it seems like something that everybody, you know, a lot of people really want to get into. Um, and then the, also the question is, is your main focus, these kind of films like, like indie horror? Um, or do you kind of do everything? Uh, I'll start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I got into acting, um, pretty similar to other people's stories. I did theater growing up and the passion kind of transferred into adulthood and I, uh, pursued film and TV and, um, yeah, I kind of fell into the horror genre though. And I loved it. It was, it's so much fun to be covered in blood or being able to be very physical with your performance. So yeah, um, I, I like horror in general, but I don't seek it out as much when it comes to acting. It kind of just falls in my lap, which is great, but I like all kinds of stuff. I like to do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I was specifically, this question was kind of wondering with you, with how did, how did you get your, your, uh, your, I guess, nickname here? Spooky. 
Oh gosh, that's such a funny story. Actually, um, my mom, I was messing with her one day, and I texted her and said, "Hey, how much would it cost for me to like? I don't know how many likes do I need on Facebook for me to?" Does that doorbell? Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, how much? How many likes on Facebook would I need to get to change my name to Spooky? And she was like severely underestimating my social network and she was like I don't know like 200 and unfortunately for her it got um thousands so that kind of became an unofficial nickname I haven't actually changed my name legally um because she would kill me but it's just a joke that that's pretty great though like she just underestimated it that's yeah that's really funny (laughs) um and Jace how did you uh, get into acting and also is your main focus indie horror like this um i mean my story is pretty similar uh i started with theater acting because you know i'm a i'm a theater kid but uh i don't know i just there was one day i was watching a movie and i'm like you know what that looks pretty cool so i was like hey mom can i uh can i do a movie and she's like that's not gonna happen <laughs> so, well so, lucky here well, looky here. So uh, we got into a few like acting classes and stuff and then got a, onto some casting websites and eventually booked uh, how I got here also with Spencer. So, you know, that was a lot of fun being my first film experience. And then that's when it took off with uh, Tori doing They See You and Phantom Fun World, which were so much fun working with everybody like couldn't have asked for better experiences but uh no my main focus is not horror I mean like she said it kind of just thought did my camera go off yeah you're my bad my bad (laughs) but yeah like I said my main focus is not horror just kind of falls into my lap as well but I would like to branch out and focus on other things like doing Phantom Fun World um all of the like fight choreography and all the action stuff like with Wes and doing all that um that was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed that and that whole process of you know blocking out a fight scene and everything that goes into that so action would be something that I'm would really like to get into but oh well I take what I get hey that's what you got to do when you're starting out especially so um, true. what what movie did you were you watching do you remember what movie you were watching when you were like I it was act. probably one of the one of a marvel movie or something probably yeah. uh i'm trying to think of like the time that i would have that would have been back in like 2020 ish so maybe mm-hmm. either infinity war end game one of those two probably yeah. awesome so all right, so let's let's talk about your roles in this movie, The Boy from Below. Um, just starting with you, Spooky. What what are your roles into this film, and how do they fill, fit into this film's story? So, I mean, the first thing you should know is that The Boy from Below is actually a reimagining from Tori Jones's first movie called The Wicked One. He's completely rebooting the story and the franchise to kind of give uh, his vision a bigger budget with um, a cooler storyline and 
um, better, like we, we have some really amazing celebrity cast members yet to be announced. So he's really excited to introduce them. But as for my character, I play a girl named Quinn Albright and she is kind of just a very sad person. She loses her best friend. Her best friend actually moves away. And the story kind of revolves around how my current friends are trying to reacquaint me and an old friend all the while a slasher is targeting me and my friends on Halloween weekend. So uh, yeah, Tori's really excited because he got to do a lot of character development um, and he explored genres he hasn't really explored yet. My character is actually queer and uh, the, the film play takes place in 1995. So and uh, really like exploring the LGBTQ community in the 90s is going to be really fun it's going to be eye-opening i think so that really excites me because our podcast is all like queer people and i don't oh. you know especially in kentucky i don't think we get a lot of that so that's yeah. really that's really exciting personally um yeah and it sounds like it's exciting for you that that you're playing a, a queer character and and getting to explore yeah that. i have been acting for for many many years and i've never played a queer character um and i'm excited because i leave on sunday for a film and that will be my first queer role and then and come march with boy from below that'll be my second and yeah i i'm really excited to dive into that i've had many boyfriends on screen and it's the chemistry's there i can act my way through it but i'm excited to finally be able to you know portray a character similar to me that's good. I'm very happy for you for that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Jace, who's your character and how do they fit into the story of the film? Uh, my character, what, at least what I've been told, I haven't gotten much information from Tori, but uh, from what I've been told, I'm the younger version of the killer. So I'm, I'm kind of the backstory, the setup to uh, everything that happens in the movie and... Uh, for a change of pace, I'm not the kid who's running from the killer. So, you know, that'll be a lot of fun to do. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, completely different change of, like a different change of pace from uh, what I've been doing. And so, that was going to be my next hey, I get to do, I get to do a little bit more of uh, the action side of things. So I'm excited for that. So. So you're playing like the kind of the young Michael Myers. Yeah. Character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. That ought to yeah. be really, really fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, so, so talking about your all's roles, um, <clears throat> is there other films that you have all been in? Um, and I'm going to kind of combine the next question with that. Is there other Jonestown films? I'm thinking you all have kind of already answered this, but I just want to make it explicit. Um, what other films have you been in? And then specifically, what other Jonestown films um, have you all been in that people might be able to go watch to get ready for this? Um, spooky? Well, Jason, I met back in 2020 for his he, his actual first movie. It's called How I Got Here. Um, so we kind of go way back. And that movie, How I Got Here, I believe is on Flux Fusion, which is a streaming platform. And... Um, and then we later reconnected in Phantom Fun World, which is a Jonestown film. And that came out recently. Um, and I think that's on Tubi. 
and something else, but I'm not sure what else it's on. Um, but yeah, uh, Phantom Fun World, How I Got Here, Jason and I are both in those. I've got a film called Wolf Hollow that's also on Amazon Prime. Um, but yeah, I, I'm i excited to do a, another Jonestown film because Tori has a lot of vision and he's very good at getting what he wants out of his crew. So this is going to be a, a good adventure, I think, for Jason and I to go on. But I don't think we, we don't have any scene time, screen time together. So we might no, not even see each other don't. on set. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem like with with the way you described your characters that would make much sense <laughs> that you would have screen time together so it sounds like though it's going to be a really fun time um absolutely have you you it, she kind of they kind of answered it for you um but also like i want you to go ahead and answer you've been in other jonestown films yeah um they see you and then obviously phantom farm world we were out in together which was absolute blast meeting everybody like uh Wes Robinson and working with Celeste Bland and like all those people just that was that was a um how do I want to say it um I'm trying to think of the word for it I can't uh really opened me up to you know, um like acting and really digging deep into emotions and trying to get to those places that um sorry I'm trying I'm trying to think of how to put it because obviously there's a lot of emotional scenes in that movie and just watching Celeste and Wes get into the headspace and getting prepared for those scenes it just really helped me to grow as an actor and to be able to um to do similar things and i think i'm gonna have to do that a lot in this movie so doing phantom Farm world before this and being able to watch all these amazing actors doing their thing is really gonna um help me in this one uh and then they see you uh that was my first film with tori and that was an experience that was a lot of fun doing that one love you all are one step ahead of me on all these questions uh because the next thing i was going to ask you is like being in these other films do you feel like you've developed um a better kind of working relationship with the director do you think it's easier to take direction from someone you've worked with um a few times and since you already kind of delved into that a little bit it feels like jace go ahead and do you want to go ahead and answer that um i mean yeah working with the same people it you know it makes it easier because you're already you know you're already more comfortable working across from that person and working with a similar director you know you already kind of know what they're looking for and so when they say something and they and they give you direction you kind of know what they want and you can kind of see their vision as well um but yeah uh I don't know, working, <laughs> trying to think. <laughs> no, you, I mean, you answered the question, so that's uh, it's fine. Uh, we'll go to, we'll go to Spooky. Do you feel the same way? Do you feel like being in um, multiple of these uh, Jonestown films, do you think that you can work better with the director, with Tori? Um, oh, yeah. Now? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, even 
even not working with the same director, I mean, every set is a learning opportunity. And I get more and more excited the more movies I do for my upcoming projects because I already, like, for Wolf Hollow, I was very, very emotional in that movie. And then when I went straight into my next movie, I was I was taking those lessons that I learned on a previous movie set, like Wolf Hollow, and then took it into my next set. So it's always really fun to apply those changes and just become better at the craft. And then when you're working with the same director, uh, you get the opportunity to to grow in front of someone um, and impress them. And really, I mean, when you're networking that way, you get opportunities easier. I mean, instead of having to audition, you might be offered a role, which is always very flattering as an actor. Um, and that usually happens because you've worked with someone multiple times or word of mouth of how good you were on set, you know? So, yeah, I think this next one with Tori, I mean, Jace and I know Tori very well. And I think we're going to be able to give him a performance that he hasn't seen before. That's great. That's great. Um, and, and that gets into our next question here. Um, these roles, is there something specific, uh, Spooky, that you do to prepare for these roles, um, especially in like the nature of horror? Is there something that you do different to prepare for these roles for uh, like a horror role? Uh, it depends on the script because I work really well from inspiration of other actors. Um, some of my favorite actors like Tony Collette or Brittany Murphy, they can bring uh, either subtle emotion or they can go full out and it's insane, you know? So I think that with uh, this upcoming role, it's going to be really interesting because Tori likes to give inspiration. So he'll say like, let's, let's, uh, let's bring up Florence Pugh in Midsummer and kind of in this scene. And so I get, I get to study and I think that's the most fun is uh, changing yourself, uh, becoming a different character. And by preparing I'm, all the movies, watching all of the movies. So so he gives you movies to watch, but not just that, but specific like um, characters and, and actors to look at. Oh, yeah. I mean, for Phantom Fun World, he said uh, Rachel McAdams in The Family Stone. And I was able to watch that movie and, and kind of take her mannerisms and her nonchalance or her sarcasm and kind of apply that to my character Collins and Phantom. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've heard about people doing that for years, but you know, I don't, I feel like I don't see it enough in the indie world. Uh, so it's, it's good to hear. Um, Jace, same question for you. What do you do to prepare for your roles? Is there anything specific? Um, is there anything specific for horror um, roles that you got to do? I know you said you're doing something different this round than what you usually do. Is there something that you're going to do for this role to prepare that's different? Well, my role this time is a lot more, uh, I want to say emotionally demanding. So like, like I was talking about before with, you know, Celeste and Wes and Spooky preparing for their roles in Phantom Fun World and those kind of scenes, like really digging in uh, to places that, you know, I, I don't normally go and accessing emotions that I don't normally access. And that's going to be something that I'm really going to have to do this time around rather than, you know, just go into it, having studied the script and basically the character being me, I, I kind of got to expand myself. So, but when preparing for roles, I usually, 
I try to find parts about the character that I can tie in um, to my own personality and my own emotions. So just to make it more um, real character in reality so that it's not just me entirely acting out this character. It's, you know, some part of it is genuine and, you know, that can make it seem more real. But I don't know, when I get a script, I just, I go through the script, analyze all the things. And I usually make uh, a mental image of just how I, how I think it's going to look. And that kind of helps me um, know how to say the lines or the timing of lines and the emotions that go through my head at that time and all that kinds of stuff. So just basically visualizing the movie before the movie's actually shot. And I know it never turns out how I visualize it because I'm not the director, but um, yeah, so that sort of thing. Yeah, that makes sense, especially with, um, you know, having to change everything for your, your new role, which you seem very excited about. Um, I am. <laughs> uh, so we only got a few minutes left here, but let's get into this. Let's talk about um, this film and, and what needs to happen for you all to be able to shoot in March. Um, so as everyone knows, this is an indie film. Um, indie films, like all films, need money. Um, but it always seemed like Tori could do a lot with a lot less money than maybe other people need. Um, so let's talk about fundraising goals. Let's talk about what this film needs to get made um, and put that out for our general audience here. Um, so Spooky, what is the importance of this fundraising goal um, for this film? And how will this goal being met make this film a better film? $1,000 right now. And we need about 50K more. So what we're doing, uh, I mean, we've been scheduled a lot of podcasts in the coming days because what I, I think is next week, it's something called Wicked Week where Tori is going to be releasing a lot of new information about the movie, releasing the celebrity cast announcements and uh, kind of releasing these podcasts to gain uh, recognition and to kind of put our names out there. Um, hopefully with the celebrity guests, um, not the guests, I'm sorry, the celebrity cast members being announced, it will really kickstart the upward hill to our goal. Um, I mean, we have almost $50,000 and I've said this before uh, to Tori, but the people who are attached to this film right now, me, Jace, um, and some of the other cast, Dylan, we aren't celebrities we're not known. And the fact that we raised $50,000 is incredible because we're not like well-known people. So hopefully when we get these, um, I mean, quite iconic people who are involved in this movie, uh, once those are announced, I think that we're just going to hit that goal very quickly. Now our goal is to, to film in March in Kentucky. Um, we have uh, three main locations and one of our biggest locations is a built a soundstage of a video store where my character works. So, I mean, they've got to build a video store um, and that's going to take a lot of the budget plus all the special effects and special effects aren't cheap, especially if you want it to look good. So you're right though. Tori does 
seemed to stretch a dollar quite a bit, but I think that has a lot to do with who he knows and the favors he, he calls in because he's a good guy and people want to do things for him. So. Yeah, that's, I'm going to be interested to see a video store being built. Um, I've never heard of anyone yeah. in Kentucky, you know, like truly indie film building a, a soundstage, you know, with, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I'm really interested to see how that, how that goes. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it takes place in the nineties too. So it's going to be like very, very nostalgic. Oh, well, that's exciting. I love, I love, yeah. I love that so much actually. Um, yeah. Jace, uh, do you, do you have anything to add about how important this fundraising goal is for you all? I don't think there's much more I can elaborate on that. I think she <laughs> pretty much summed it all up. Yeah. So the last question that I like to do, um, is basically what is your favorite scary movie you know the, the classic scream line um but before we do that because we do have a few minutes i just want to open it up to you all to just say real quick things of why people should support this film um why people in kentucky specifically because that is our main audience um should support this film um and then kind of just make your your last base argument i think i've been convinced i just want everyone else to be convinced to support this film so spooky um yeah i'll just touch on i mean a topic that hits home for me is the queer community in horror i mean especially indie horror uh the lgbtq community is very supportive of indie film in general and we don't see a lot of ourselves represented in film correctly and representation matters and i've helped tori create my character and i've helped him create her emotions when it comes to you know, who she is and how she comes to terms with who she is. So I think that it's important for the community. And I think it's important to know for the community that we're going to take care of these characters and uh, you don't see that a lot. So um, yeah. Agreed. Agreed on all fronts. And I'm excited to see this character um, and have a queer horror character in Kentucky. Um, yeah. Uh, Jace, final thoughts. Uh, sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> Just final thoughts on like why people should support this film and why you think that it's important for people to. I mean, well, it's supporting the indie industry, you know, um, you know, people like me and Spooky, we don't get that much attention as you know, big actors do, big celebrities do, so. I mean, just anything to support the movie, not only it's not just supporting the movie and Tori, it's supporting everybody who's working on it, all the actors, the crew and everybody else that comes in. Like my mom has been a big helper in, you know, they see you in Phantom Foam World and how I got here, just just coming in and just helping out because she likes to see her son doing what he likes. So it's it's helping everybody who just wants to be involved and just wants to have some fun that you know indie movies don't really provide that much for people like us so and i just also want to point out with the 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 to everybody with the strikes that went on this year like i think it's more important to support you know indie films from people who who care and not bigger studios that that seem to not care about it, their actors or their crew or their writers or whatever um yeah. support mm -hmm. people who care 
that's 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 my pitch to it um indie film especially indie horror film people are passionate some of the most passionate people i've ever met in my entire life um and supporting them to me is very important all right we are out of time um i didn't want us to go too long and then so on our way out let's just all real quick say you two say what is your biggest like your favorite scary movie that is your biggest influence on you um spooky I'm going to go with the original Scream just because of how meta it is and how self-aware. I think it's it's a great it's a great piece of horror. Scream's a masterpiece. It's like my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and uh Jace, you have a favorite. Well, I was going to say I was going to say the same thing cuz I don't I don't really watch horror movies, which is ironic, but uh you know um, Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't either. So oh, That's true. You know. But we are out of time. Thank you all for being here with me and talking about this film. Hopefully we can get it fundraised in the coming months and we can absolutely you all can make a uh, fantastic movie. Um, so everybody be on the lookout for this fundraiser. Um, this will be coming out right when the fundraiser is going through what they call a wicked week. Um, and so just be on the lookout for that and be on the lookout for our next episode, which is on Warlock. And until then, I will see you all next time.